0: and Redman are the Thong Slappers. They're two blokes making lots of noise but getting nowhere fast. Hi everybody, uh, welcome back to the Thong Slappers, Australia's first dedicated streetcar podcast. It's going to be one of our moot rockets. Simon so took this idea originally from his legend of your lunchtime. Uh, Rod Hatfield famously said that just try and do something each day, Turn a big project into little bite sized pieces, so do something at lunchtime. So that's what got us kicked off into this this whole little project. Just one thing while I'm speaking of Rod Hatfield, check out Alison, and his daughter's book. It's called The uh, Mad Scientist of Australian Hot Rodding. It's about Rod, Hadfield, Rod Hatfield. And Alison's my favourite librarian. We've got a dirty old mutt here, Gary Johnston. G'day,
1: Gary. How are you, buddy? Good, mate. How are you going? I'm going all right. What's going on? Oh, not too much. Just a lazy day overcast and rainy here so not too much happening. so to do this correctly i should really say to you g'day lad that
0: tojo of mine pulled christ off the cross the dirt boss loves me i got that digger swinging flat out man this is my 19th shift straight oh sorry did I, I, I just went straight into digger talk didn't
1: i you did right you did yes uh we, we definitely don't want to go
0: there i should explain myself a bit better uh other be down to Gary and I, we both work in the same industry, and we even share a couple of mates. We know the same crew. We do, we do. It's a pretty small world. Disco Dave and old Turkish Dion. Dion, that's it. Was uh, he's passed away now, so I can I can tell the story. He assassinated a mailbox in my street with his twin turbo nine eleven Porsche.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, the mailbox had it coming.
0: Well, n- n- no one else to. To blame, but it itself. Actually, I just did mention you were probably on the line. Alison Hadfield's book about her dad, Rod Hatfield. Yeah. It's a great read, mate. If you get a chance, grab that book and, and have a bit of a read of that. Absolutely. I got arrested with a Rod Hadfield t shirt on.
1: Okay.
0: And the flatfoot wrote in this statement, in the evidence, that I had a Rod Hatfield shirt on.
1: See, that's, you know, out of the two people that should have been arrested, it shouldn't have been you. I made him correct it.
0: It was a $1,900 fine, so I said, you can correct that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, that,
0: that showed him.
1: <laughs> yep, yep. I I make make, sure uh, there's more to that
0: story. <laughs> yeah, it is a bit of a weapons charge. <laughs> <laughs> now, Simon could do a joke about me not having my weapons secured, I'm sure. <laughs> I'll bet, I'll bet. Uh, G'day to Simon and St. Lucy and Little Wheels, of course, they can't join us today on the podcast, but always in our thoughts. Now, Gary, we've asked you to join us because you have multiple, you have a treasure trove of moot rockets. I do, I think. I'm positive you do, I've seen seen the evidence, you're a serial offender, my friend.
1: Well, look, I I do have a bit of a thing for, uh, I guess like all the other listeners out there, I do have a bit of a thing for cars, so...
0: The the car thing is okay. Like I've seen your photos and stuff. I've got two theories. Your wife is either tied up in their basement, <laughs> or, or a lovely, lovely person who's very accommodating of your passion for cars.
1: I'm very, very lucky. She's um, she puts up with me no end. So it's uh, yeah, very fortunate.
0: I feel a bit guilty. You you sent me a photo recently of the Club Sport that you recently got. Yep. Yep. And your comment was the guy that had this didn't deserve it.
1: Yep,
0: um, I'm a little bit. My cars generally leave on a tilt tray, or if <laughs> if they're able to be dragged. <laughs> yeah, yep. I'm, I'm a little bit shit with cars. So, uh, well, what's the, what's the, what do you want to talk? about? You want to talk about the club sport? Do you want to talk about the Kingswood or the Monaro or the Tarana
1: <laughs> We can uh, we can talk about anything. The the clubby look. I'm I'm a bit. Um, the pot calling the kettle black there because i'm uh i'm terrible with cars as well like uh, i'm not a particularly fond of washing things or anything like that so um you know i I shouldn't be pointing the finger at anyone when it comes to not looking after them but uh but yeah the clubby it's a um it's a ve pretty new but you know for a car that young it's um yeah it's definitely seen better days
0: what's the plan with it
1: ah the plan so the interior in the car is pretty rough and um, the young fella that had it, he was, you know, like at the end of the day, these cars weren't worth a lot a couple of years ago and, um, or yeah. well, they were when they were new, but you know, like anything they'd appreciate and, and he just, he was a young fella and he wanted a nice car and he paid the money and, and, um, and got it. And he was just a working lad like all of us. And, and, uh, so it was just his daily, his daily rocket and, and, um, yeah, it just got, it just got treated like a daily and definitely needs a bit of love of, of, uh, I like found a, a new interior, like just seats and door trims and that sort of thing for it, and, and um, yeah, I'll just start a bit of a tidy up, there's a bit of panel and paint that needs to be done, but it's a you know lovely car, you know, VE Club Sport, and I was never really into these late model things, always liked them, but I've never owned any, And but I've got a real soft spot for them now, um, as I get older and that sort of thing, you know, the, I don't know, a bit of an affection up here in North Queensland, it gets pretty hot, and, and air conditioning is um, something that I haven't had, you know, and in, a, in a nice car, and so it's nice to have a car that stops and turns and, you know, has aircon and things like that.
0: Is there, is there a fair bit of uh, evidence of finger-banging having happened in this car, being a young <laughs> fella?
1: No <laughs> this thing, it looks like um, 11 homeless men were living in it at some <laughs> stage. So. <laughs> um,
0: what's, uh, you told me a nice story about your uh, Monaro.
1: Ah, the Monaro. So um, is this about my, my father-in-law? Uh, the guy that you helped
0: out with the car. We won't go into the details, of course. That so I don't want to mention any dollar value on bits and pieces. But
1: Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, gotcha. That, 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 was, that was a nice act,
0: and that will go a long way, and it's good that we can help each other out with that, that kind of thing.
1: Absolutely. So, um, yeah, just helping out a mate, and I thought the car was worth X. He really needed Y, and um, so in the end, look, you know, I, if, at the end of the day it was fair, and I, I just paid a bit extra, you know, I guess at the time I could afford to, and and um, yeah, just you know, I, I could have got it cheaper. I'm confident I could have got it cheaper, but at the end of the day, it's only money, and yeah, it helped him out. So yeah, it's it's all good.
0: Tell us about your Trana. That's spelt with a C H is Trana, and anybody know <laughs> anybody that's gone to public school occasionally, like myself, knows yeah. that it's spelt C H as Trana. <laughs>
1: Mate, um, the Tirana, it a, is a local car, uh, LH. Um, it's done up as a 34 replica. It's a factory V8 SL car, or, you know, V8 four-speed car, but it's just an SL. But, yeah, it's an older build. They're always good. Like, it's showing its age and that sort of thing. It probably needs painting again and that sort of thing. But with those older builds, depending on the age of the build, you know, a lot of them were built before those reproduction parts really came in. So when you get those older built cars, there's – there's a lot of genuine parts on those cars, and and uh, it's just a it's just a really good car. It's a really good driver. It's um, I hate shiny cars. I'm I'm like I said before. I'm not fantastic at looking after things, and i guess pretty clumsy in the shed and if i've got something shiny i just can't go near it so it's good to have a car with a few bumps and bruises and you know if you if you accidentally bump it or something like that it's not the end of the world so yeah it's it's a good car local car and and um yeah just uh just a tough looking old thing you know like a bit like the later model stuff i was never really a tirana fan but when you look at it it's just so retro you know the bolt-on flares and the -the over-the-top spoilers and and you just look at it and it just blows your mind that you could go to your Holden dealer in the 70s and you could buy that off the floor and it's just uh, amazing.
0: Yeah, that, that's exactly right. And, uh, it's funny that a, a Trana or a Kingswood or a Minara is just a mechanics car. Yeah, you know, absolutely. You go, Yeah, that's right. You, you walk into your Holden dealership and buy that, slip around the corner and grab yourself a bag of weed, Led Zeppelin record. Yeah. You know. You're set. Yeah. Actually, you said – actually, something Simon reminded me of. You're the first ever person to write a letter to the Thong Slappers.
1: That is true. Um, I uh, I can't remember how I stumbled across you guys. Like you said before, we've got a couple of mutual mates, and I can't remember whether it was just on social media or something like that. I, I, Probably something I to do with the bag of weed. <laughs> <laughs> I saw just a, I guess, a precursor, a bit of an advertisement for your first episode, and and um and like you said, you know, you guys were the first, and there was nothing really out there at the time, and and uh, it was just a great listen. I, I do a lot of Ks with my work, and it's really good. Like you know, you get sick of true true crime podcasts and things like that, so to to have a podcast that you can relate to is, um, yeah, it was yeah, it was pretty pretty fresh back then, so it was great. Yeah. Oh,
0: thanks, mate. It's a lot of fun. I'm just reading one interesting thing in the notes here that it says. You worked uh, in the late 90s as a star in the adult film industry. Oh, sorry, I've got the notes open for Andrew Broadley's notes still. We're done on one of these with Broad. Sorry, Broad. That's for a bit later on. Sorry, that's bloody. Bloody Broadley, the porn star. But um, what other cars? are uh, The one thing, when you did send me that photo of the, the beat-up black club sport, I thought I should just buy it off him because it's already saved me beating the fucking shit out of it.
1: <laughs> Mate, all, all the hard work's done. I do like your man cave. Again, you know, like um, I'm I'm at a bit of a stage where the kids have grown up. I've actually got a couple of little grandkids kicking around now. And yeah, so for for a long, long time, like for the longest time, stuff like this was always just beyond me. So I guess I'm just lucky the kids are a bit older and and it's sort of, um, you know, freed up uh, a little bit that I can, I've always dreamed of cars, but um, I've had awesome cars over the years, but uh, a, a lot of the time you can't afford to keep them and so you, you know like if you've got a car they're worth money and it's a toy and if the, you know the family needs this or whatever well the usually the toy goes and and uh, that, that's what I've always done anyway and so yeah as as the kids gotten older and that sort of thing um, I've been able to um yeah just hang on to stuff and and as far as the shed goes I don't know where that started I'm I'm just I guess I'm just some sort of weird collector hoarder sort of thing and and um and I seem just to screw shit to the walls of my shed so Tell us about the barbecue obsession. I I, I knew this was going to come up. So the (laughs) the barbecues, the guys at work, I work with some really awesome guys at work and and, um, they're all just, you know, broken down tradesmen like me and they got into barbecuing meat on the weekend and it was all this low and slow, you know, cooking a piece of meat for seven to ten hours or whatever and they'd bring it in on monday and they'd say hey try this and and it was just like holy crap how'd you do this and and um and they started talking about Weber's and this charcoal cooking and it was all white man magic to me and and um but anyway i bought my first weber the old charcoal cattle weber and um lo and behold next minute i had 40. So, wow <laughs> who knows why you know and I, I still can't cook to save myself but and this is what I was sort of saying about collecting and hoarding stuff. And once I get into my head, I don't know, every, every time a I popped up the sale, I'd, I'd buy it. So, yeah, but anyway. You know what, I
0: think, Gary, that we might need to refer you to our psychologist. The, the gentleman's name is Bruce Howey. He's the psychologist here. <laughs> Actually, Bruce Howey's the boss. He's recently been promoted as the boss at the Thong Slappers. Okay, because of his awesome road trip that he done,
1: yeah, mate. I, I follow him on Insta, and and that uh, that trip that he did and that that view to his, oh, it's so good.
0: It, it's crazy because I abhor social media in yeah. any forms. I have none of it. So all I do, I was just getting texts from Bruce himself, and I'm going, how cool is this? And then that Telfo is. sent me the link to the actual article that they wrote about it. And I'm like, that is so cool. He's kilometers. Just let me open it. Listening. Oh yeah, no, that's pretty good. He's, he's a cool dude. So, what's next for the for the shed? What's the next toy? or What's the next one to? Hey, here's a question. I seen a, a gentleman with a car trailer yesterday. Yep. What's what's your favorite trip? Picking up a car or dropping one off? Selling or buying?
1: Oh, mate, that's a that's a fantastic question. I, that's actually probably my favorite thing in the whole world is both. It's it's um once you hook that car trailer on and you sort of steer. You know, steer your car sort of straight west. I live, I live on the coast, you know, in yep. North Queensland, and so once you head west and you look at that little compass on the dash of your car, and it's just saying W, and and it's just saying W for ten hours or something like that, and that is absolutely what I love, and, and um, just to go out there and just to stay in some country pub and and uh, you know talk with locals, and and um, I just love it so much, and then to to drag some car with you know three wheels sort of thing like to drag it up onto your trailer and and to uh turn around and drive 12 or whatever hours home i i I just love it you know it's my favorite thing in the whole world and just to be looking in the rear vision mirror of the car and looking at the grill of a you know fb station wagon or something on the trailer i I just absolutely love it
0: i I consider it to be always have art you can start wherever you want, you can finish wherever you want. And I, I like the variety of cars. Like, we'd all probably like a HK two door small block Chev, but you know, the, the guys that are doing anything, a Cortina, the guys that are doing a 30 it doesn't matter as long as you're doing a car that you can afford and you're a year interested in. On that note, I heard you met, you met a uh, a car an ex car of mine the other day.
1: I did. Same thing, a, a set of wheels popped up on Marketplace, and uh, I'm a bit of a sucker for old school Simmons, so um, I, I went around there and uh, lo and behold, here was a, a certain VK sitting in the shed. So
0: I've renovated my house probably two times in the last three years. i done it the first time, wasn't happy, so I went back and done it. I moved that VK in and out of the driveway, in and out of the shed a couple of times, and the second time I went, Yeah, okay, I'm going to do an LS, so I'm going to do a uh, group C kit I'm gonna do fuck all and a mate had <laughs> a, a mate had wanted to buy it a couple of times i rang him up said come and get this thing send your send your boy around with his trailer <whistles> put it on gone. if you know i i think it really is a crime dreaming you know if you have the thing sitting there yep. and you're not and i have no sentimental attachment to cars bikes any of that yep. so i'm happy to sell and buy no problem at all i don't i don't feel that you know I, i'm the polar opposite to a collector or a hoarder I have, but my people come to my house and go, did you just move in? I go, yeah, no, I'm going to get some furniture. It's on the list. (laughs) You know, I'm going to do it. But, yeah, the old VK, the the fellow that bought it, he's a close mate of a very good friend, and he was just wrapped, and he he gets on the drink and rings me up. Oh, I'm so glad. I'm like, yeah, okay, mate, whatever. It's, (laughs) uh, you know, (laughs) more hits (laughs) in Elvis,
1: but, yeah. <laughs> he is absolutely in love with that car and, and yeah. um uh, you know it went to it went to the right home anyway one good thing is he's not restoring it he's just fixing the few
0: little bits and pieces it needs like I've, i i don't phone worthy on it when i well, you know you know what a phone worthy is when i first got it going and i just it never went out of the towns i never went out of towns and i put five thousand k's on it in a couple of years never left towns and i beat the shit out of it and he's not going to uh, he's not going to um do the princess thing with it either he's just going to be good on a street car it's got an lsd in it 308 four barrel gear drive and okay. it's going to be some some more beat up on it I, I imagine so i'm glad for that and i know what i wanted for it he the exact amount he said ben he sent the he didn't even come and look at it he sent the tilt tray put it on done money and the drama of selling something on Gumtree and ebay and stuff it's Ooh. just not worth it it's just not worth the headache what's, absolutely what's your next project just get get the clubby going i guess
1: yeah, yeah, the clubby's, the clubby's definitely going to be the like the next cab off the rank. I'm going to uh, – the interior I found, it's like a decent trip, so I'll do that next weekend. I'll head down and pick that up. And But, yeah, that'll be – like that car really deserves to be tidied up and, and, you know, get it back to its former glory, which will be good fun. Is it a manual? Uh, it's an auto. How many so. Ks? Uh, 215. Getting black leather? Ooh, well, at the moment, it, well, it's sort of – the guy I bought it off was an industrial painter, so uh, there's a lot of colours inside that car. That bad?
0: Yeah. Wow. So it should be full leather, being a HSV, sh- isn't
1: it? It's a long story. He, um, it's actually already had an interior swap. Wow. So, yeah, because uh, a mate of his was doing up the car, and he they basically swapped swapped interiors. So. Well,
0: yeah. what, 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 so it's an is it a Commodore interior, or is it a SS, or is it a HSV interior that's in it, or?
1: It's currently SS. So the seats are um, a similar seat. They're all black, all black leather, but um, they're just embroidered SS. So oh, the, um, I cloth. found a yeah, I, I found a club sport being wrecked out down south that had had a hit in the front, and yeah. uh, I bought the seats and door trims out of it. Yep. Yeah. And in the to it or just standard clubby. That's the good thing about it. It's completely standard. It, yeah, it's just yeah, standard. It's it's a it's a GXP club sport. So it's they only made four hundred of them, and it's a twenty ten. So it's LS three, you know, six point two liter, and yeah, impressive car. Like you know, big brakes, and um, it's definitely from what I'm used to. It's a you know, fast car. Like from what I'm used to. Like, what were
0: the initials that you said? Sorry, Gary.
1: GXP. I don't know what it stands for. but I don't really speak HSV, but um, yeah, but right. it's a yeah gxp i think they built 400 sedans and 100 something Malus or something like that yeah right i have to check it out yeah yeah I, I didn't know what it was i had to google it
0: yeah right
1: yeah what about your uh, monaro which one the purple one or the silver one the purple one the purple one so it's a it's a royal plum paychecks uh, 308 four-speed four-door monaro so it's um yeah pretty cool car local car yeah Good car. It's a um, bit of a bit of a story to it. The uh, you know, it's a. I'm not sure if it's been a Mackay car its whole life, but it is fairly low owner. Royal Plum, black trim. Yeah, three hundred eight, like L thirty one, M twenty one, three hundred eight four speed car. Yeah, car. Stop it! Stop
0: <laughs> it! It's a very nice. I like that Royal Plum. It's a spot on color, isn't it?
1: Absolutely, you it's know, similar. like the you look at all the '70s colors, like um, through the 2000s and that sort of thing. We saw Ford and Holden get pretty funky with their color schemes, and and um, I'm sure you know, like all these bloody young fellas and that would have thought Holden were really pushing the boundaries. But if you look at those colors, you could just take them straight back to the '60s and '70s. And Absolutely, yeah. they just changed the names and probably tinted them slightly differently, and just rehashed a lot of them. So um, yeah, those '60s '70s colors are just you yeah, know perfect.
0: I think that the, – is it strike – what what, what colour pink is the actual one
1: You're going to push me here, but I think it is um, – Strike me pink? I, I think it is strike me pink, yeah. And what's the phase three, the wild violet? Yeah, there's wild violet. And there's three, the awesome, man, there's some
0: awesome – I like them colours. I, I, a pink XU1 would be me perfect. Yep, yeah, I'd have that for sure. Absolutely. I, I, I like it. But um, – What about the Silver Monaro?
1: It's a O2 HSV GDO, so late model, you know, two-door Commodore sort of thing, but beautiful car. That was my first, like new generation HSV. I think it was my first fuel-injected V8, and um, it was, um, oh no, I suppose I've had a couple of five litres, but uh, yeah, look, lovely car. Again, I've known the car since it was two years old, a few local owners, and um, yeah, it just popped up, and I had a a wanted ad for a CV8. And um, and and I would have been happy with a CB8, and then uh, yeah, a guy rang me and you know said he had a GDO. and after we spoke for a while, I realised you know we knew each other and I knew the car, and yeah, so it's a it's a lovely car.
0: I do like the uh, the C 8 the GDO. I'm a fan of, as you say, the two door Commodore. I've, it's it's just crazy. I feel like a an idiot sitting there watching the GT like the late model GT Falcons and the oh you know, the XRA GT Falcon and the cv 8s so cheap for the last. Fifteen years, and yep. then, and then suddenly, the, and we've seen it before. It's not as if this is yep. a new thing. And all of a sudden, they go boom, and you go oh, hmm. Fancy that! Yeah,
1: exactly, <laughs> chief. Exactly. Nobody expected that except everybody that owns a HK. <laughs> yeah, exactly, and mm. a mate of mine had a um, a Delft blue, uh, like V two CB eight, the two thousand two, two thousand three, and LS one six speed, hundred and fifty whatever thousand k's, and before COVID and before prices went silly and all that sort of thing, he offered it to me. I think for eleven grand or twelve grand, and I spent. Geez, you've, you've got to be joking, you know, like that's too much. And, and uh, yeah, so hindsight's, hindsight's always twenty-twenty.
0: Oh, yeah, it's a, it's a wonderful thing, isn't it? Isn't it? Uh, I say, as is I, is I, is I signed the divorce papers last week. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All those years ago, I, I told one of my good mates um, I was getting married and uh, I, I rang him and said, oh, mate, you'll never guess what, I'm, I'm getting married. And he goes, he thought about it for a bit and he went, uh, well, no point going through life being happy. <laughs>
0: Yeah, he's got he's got a point that uh, <laughs> Nah, it's good. Your wedding day is one of the funnest days of your life, really. Yeah, me. yeah, nah, it's, it's a good thing. I used my mate's big block Brodix headed Camaro, and his old Charger. Actually, was, the cars were great. <laughs> I should have married the car. <laughs> Another thing that I would like to ask you about, my friend, is Jimmy.
1: Jimmy. So uh, Jimmy's my HXU. I've owned Jimmy. There's a couple of cars I've owned more than once, and um, <laughs> like I'm, I'm, I'm a bit like yourself. Like there's not a huge amount of sentimental attachment, and but I had a HD Premier, which now lives in Townsville up your way. Um, I had a HD Premier that I just absolutely loved, and I owned it three times. So sold it twice, bought it back, <laughs> and uh, and then there's Jimmy, and I've also owned Jimmy three times, and and uh, Jimmy's just a. A HX Ute, he's original paint, nothing to rave about. He's got a real nice coat of surface rust all over him. And <laughs> he's um, he's a 253 column auto HX Ute. I bought off the original owner. He was 81 years old and he was moving away. And, yeah, so I've, I've had Jimmy forever. All up, I've had him for about probably near 15 years. And out of that whole time, he's been gone probably for about two years. So, um, yeah, but he's, he's getting... A bit of a makeover this year, he's, um, he's, I'll take the body off the chassis and uh, I've got a, a 454 and I'm yet to get a transmission but I'll probably just get something like a Turbo 350 or something like that. I've got a 9-inch there for him and so Jimmy's going to get a bit of a liven up this year and I'll do the interior, the, the chassis and, um, you know, suspension brake steering and all that sort of thing but the the outside will just stay the same. He'll just stay as that sort of surface rusted Original paint, few dents, um, but he'll have a bit more motivation.
0: I'm sure that I'm not the only moot or listener that when you describe it as a 253 thong slapper and then you're putting the Rat 454 in it, there's a lot of us that envision the 253 in the back, and the 454 in the engine bay. I'm just saying, there could be something in that. You reckon go go a little bit blowback, you reckon? <coughs> blowback.
1: <laughs> I'm sure I'm not
0: the only person that's thinking that.
1: Why did you call him Jimmy? So he's got a, when he came, one thing I love about buying so many cars, like you end up with a lot of key rings and, and um, people, they leave things on their key rings sometimes. And the, the gentleman I bought him off, he was 81 years old and he'd owned Jimmy since Jimmy was one. So, Jimmy was originally purchased by the Mackay Port Authority. And uh, so, I'm not sure if he was out the harbour at the airport, but and then he was bought by a local house painter named James. And um, when I bought the car off James, there was a leather key tag uh, on the keyring, And on the key ring, uh, on the leather tag, it said James. So, for forever, Jimmy was always called James. And then he went to Jimmy James and then he just got short to Jimmy. Sweet. We could call him the King James edition. You could. <laughs> Ah, oh, that's how do you do with all these regos? That is a fantastic question. It's, it just doesn't make any sense at all. Like, none of the cars are on Club Rego. They're all on Full Rego, and it's not cheap.
0: The Club Rego in Queensland's good now. You can run decent number plates, and you don't have to keep a logbook, do
1: you? I, I've i never had Club Rego. I, I believe, I don't know, there are some restraints and, you know, restrictions and that sort of thing around it, but I really don't know. I've never had it, so uh, plenty of my mates have, and, uh, they've had it for a long time, and it certainly makes good sense because Jimmy wouldn't get driven five times a year, and yet you know there's twelve hundred bucks a year in regia. I think you can
0: join the Street Machine Federation, and oh look, I joined the Street Machine Federation, and yeah, I got about I got about that far into it.
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. <clears throat> that's about as far as as far as I got. But I'm really good at doing fuck all, not achieving my goals. I'm, I'm if not achieving your goals is a goal, I am actually really good at it. In a bizarro, you bizarro you kind of world. <laughs> well, Gary, that's our half-hour moot rocket up, my friend. I wish I knew the Spanish one. the where? Oh, How is it? How do you do You're this? You're asking the wrong bloke, mate. I, I've been to South America. I can't remember. Once, I couldn't speak the language, but I could fucking buy booze. Anyway, okay, three, two, oh Gary, thank you very much for your input to our moot rocket. Hello to all the moots out there. Just before we sign off on this thong slappers podcast mutt rocket legend in your lunchtime i'd like to ask anybody who has got a few bucks to spare to maybe consider donating to car 035 at the new south wales variety bash owned and operated by our good friend the Mutt brett abraham down there in new south wales you'll find him on instagram or at the pub probably pub but he also works in the same industry as yourself and myself
1: gary very good that's uh, that's de- definitely a good cause.
0: I don't know about work. I think he probably attends.
1: Mate, we're all guilty of that. I think.
0: Yeah, I haven't even attended for eight weeks to be honest. Nice. I don't think anyone's even missed me. I don't think. Ah, oh, yeah, probably a lot fucking quieter. <laughs> right, oh, buddy. Thank you very much, and we'll get out of here. Simon, so cue that song for us.
1: How was that, buddy? That was perfect, man. Did that hurt? No, no. It was uh, it was pretty easy. I, I, yeah, it was it was much much more painless than I expected.
0: The part where I put it in or the part where I was moving it around?
1: <laughs> it's just um, I just hope I wasn't heavy breathing or anything like that. But anyway,
0: oh, man, I, he- I hear that that mate, that many times that it just becomes so meaningless. <laughs> <laughs> right, man. Well, I got to boost over and see the hippies, but um, I'll see you later, mate. See you, buddy.